Yo, hello, welcome to DM Talks. DM Talks is a podcast that aims to promote well-being and assist healing, whether that be physically, mentally, or spiritually. Ultimately, we just want to be seen in our entirety, and this podcast hopes to show listeners how multifaceted they are. We are all at the centre of our own universe, so why don't we do more to better our own real existence? Bop, bop. My name is Aki. Huh? I said bop bop. Dunno, dunno. My name is Aki Yems, yeah, and I'm my name is Aki Yems. I'm a DJ, writer, actor extraordinaire, but you know all this. West African and all that, yeah, South London and all that, yeah. And I'm here today with the beautiful, intelligent, spiritual, tarot reading, phoenix rising, Spanish South Sudanese woman in all of not just London or the surrounding home counties or Manchester, all the damn UK and its other British territories, as well as Europe, North, South America, Asia, Oceania, all of that, yeah. I want to give here a massive, massive, everyone makes a big noise for my girl, my homegirl, my bestie, my, my one of my favourite people in the entire world, Sarah Diem. Wow, what an introduction. What are you telling me, man? What are you telling me? Yeah. What an introduction. No, that was lit. Like, I didn't, like, there was, there was um, praises in that that I've not even thought of for myself. So thank you. I'm happy that you were able to do that for me and do it for me justice, you know. Phoenix Rising, you know, that 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 one hit me. But um, hello, welcome. Um, thank you for coming as a guest host today. I'm excited no to hear our conversation. That's such a beautiful introduction. I feel um, no praised for my own belief and I'm happy to have you as a guest host today. Um, what's new with you? Or should you be asking what's new with me? <laughs> well, what's new with you? Okay, well, um, yeah, no, I'm asking you. What's new with you? Nothing. <laughs> um, oh, come on. That's I'd, say, I'd say um, I'm trying to implement new habits, which is mm. a little bit harder than I thought, but with, mm. um, with patience, with God's blessing, I'm sure I'll get there. Um, I feel like I'm... I'm feeling a lot more comfortable and confident with myself, which is good, but I'm also feeling very like, um, I don't want to just say like stagnated, but like I'm feeling very like um, deep. Mm, I don't know how to explain it. They're like, I'm a little bit demotivated because I'm understanding that for the things that I want, I need to be in places where I can receive them. And I'm, it's, I'm coming to the realization now that I might not be in the best place to receive them. So that's why we're implementing new habits to get me to my things. Okay, okay. like what? Like what? My habits. Um, yeah. I'd say like going to more events where I can promote myself. So like, like Pussy Palace. Yeah. So like when I worked yeah. at Pussy Palace, that was sick because I was able to um, get to know more about community. I was able to showcase my craft. I was able to just meet new people, which was really fun. But I think. Um, because I like I live outside of London but not in London mm, sometimes I yeah, find yeah. it quite like I'm quite disconnect disconnected from certain mm. scenes so I need to do more to just get into those scenes so that's mm. what I've been thinking about what about you yeah for me I've been demotivated isn't the word but uh, I've I've been putting a lot more pressure on myself recently mm-hmm. and I think is that I think it's healthy for me, you know, because um, 
you know, so I'm trying to be, so I'm, try, I'm trying to, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to be an actor. And mm-hmm. I'm going, I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm going all out with it, man. I dropped out of uni, you know, I, I, mm, I put in all my time and all my effort, all my energy into, into acting. And acting is long and, you know, it takes, it takes a while to kind of build up the process and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like, I've, I've been comparing myself to other people. Mm-hmm. a lot more than I've done before and it would sometimes it, it won't be people that I'm friends with yeah it'll be people that it might be someone like it might be someone who I don't even know of like personally personally but I know someone who knows them mm-hmm. and so mutual sort of yeah yeah and they're doing like some really big acting things and stuff like that sometimes it'll just be from someone I found a couple of accident on Instagram who's also mm-hmm. around my age and he's and that's and they're and they're on tv and they're doing all this stuff but and it's crazy myself, yeah, I think to myself, when did I become so much, so bitter? In the Chinese evidence, yeah. Because when did I become so bitter? I'm always so. Comparison is the thief of joy. And like, I literally, like, even in my DM talks, Instagram, I, I unfollowed everyone that I knew. Like, like, I thought, if I'm gonna use this to like, um, bring in more, uh, um, well, just build community and stuff. I can't follow people that I know because I'm comparing myself to them and I want to be like them. And it's like, I'm, when I win, I hope to think that my community and my support system feels like they're winning too. And I want to feel like the same thing for them. So that I just made the decision of like, not of defollowing um, people that I was comparing myself to on Instagram, like whether it's my friends, whether it was from like inspiring accounts, like whatever, just because my relationship with myself just wasn't um, what I needed it to be, you know? And I think like, mm-hmm. especially in these creative pursuits, we live in such a fast world now and people feel like they, people feel like they blow up overnight in it. And like, that's yeah. not really um, what's true to longstanding mm-hmm. success. So I think like being bitter or being resentful, or being like um, frustrated at your position that you have now is really costly to the production that you could make. I'm not saying that you have to be productive all the time. Like rest is extremely important, but like it's also having the um, self-reflection to know what is too much for you and when to take yourself away so that you can come back with a bit more of a firmed attitude because I'm sure if me and you were both grounded in ourselves or grounded in our work where there was least little um, instability we wouldn't Mm. care we would be we wouldn't care we would just be like I'm sure if you had a play that you're doing and if I had a workshop that I was running we would be focused on that yeah we'd be focusing on that man we wouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people you know we wouldn't be comparing ourselves to other people but that's literally it's literally all I'm doing at the moment. Even and it's like even people who I'm I'm friends with and I'm seeing them doing all this stuff and I'm like they're all people are all doing all this stuff and I I feel like I'm really not doing I feel like I'm really not doing anything. Like mm-hmm. I mean I am but the thing is I am do, I am doing stuff and I do stuff frequently but I just don't think I'm doing I don't think I'm, I always think okay well I could be doing this, this I, I could, could be, be doing, doing that. that you know and I and I've, I've I've stopped allowing myself to rest as much as I should be because it's not good I'm like yeah. I've got to keep going I've got to keep going like I don't enjoy weekends as much as I used to anymore mm-hmm. purely because on a weekend I won't get like an email or a message from someone say being like oh we want you are, are you interested in doing this or can you do that or can mm-hmm. you do this and, like that? 
acting. So now, yeah, Monday, Monday morning, Monday, uh, uh, Monday, like Monday morning to Monday, like lunchtime is my favorite time. That's when people tend to reply back to most emails. Things, that I send. Yeah. So, you know, and I think it's crazy to me. You know, where's everyone else? Hate Monday mornings. I love my Monday mornings. Now. <laughs> no, Mondays for me are very restful days. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah, like, same for me. They're same very enjoyable. Me. Like even today, I had therapy. I'm now doing a podcast with you. After the podcast, I'm gonna go and get some food, make a gorgeous dinner. So mm. yeah, I'm really excited. We're actually talking about good things, so I guess we should take it to the next segment. Yeah, this is the the divine. And the divine is where we nominate a good thing. I this week want to nominate IMDb. Okay, now why are we I'm nominating like, IMDb? I'm nominating IMDb because I think she is literally like just a beautiful um, force of energy who's so mm. talented. Like mm. I, I'm sure I've nominated her before in this bloody podcast, but with mm-hmm. IMDb, I've been listening to her since 2016. So when we started uni, that's when she dropped her first um, her first volume of a mixtape. Yeah. So like throughout each year that I was at uni, she would be dropping tapes and they would really resonate with me during that time of my life. But now it's just really like um, inspiring to see her just be more celebrated for, with her community. Mm-hmm. Like I think she's a very tough, she has a gorgeous style. She has um, a beautiful energy. It's very like, um, I'm God's child, so Mm. you cannot fuck with me. It's very Mm. like um, self, self self-aware, self-reflective, but self, like she praises herself so highly. And I just really like her attitude. I think it's very affirming. I think it's very like woman empowerment. I think it's very, comforting and it's just really nice to see artists that are so proud of themselves and so proud of their work and like I'm gonna try and listen to more of her music in the mornings just because I feel like it's such a um a great transitional state for me it helps me to prime my mood and prime Mm -hmm. my day so shout out to you on DDB I'm sure I'll interview you I'm gonna say it on this podcast right now I will interview you one day whether that's on my podcast or another platform I will interview your day Come on. Because um, I think she's going to be on the same vibe as me. I think she's also a Pisces babe. Um, Pisces people are very intuitive. They're very receptive. They're very, like, um, uh, adaptive to their settings. And I just love to have a conversation with her to how um, she has evolved in her music and also in her, like, creativity. So that's mm. my nomination. I'm DDB. Okay. Pop, pop. Okay, okay, come on, come on, good nomination. And I think you will get to, uh, um, I think you will actually get to interview her one day. So uh, I believe I believe in you, I believe in you. I know you can. Thank you. you can. Thank you. Uh, I'd say you. for my nomination, hmm. yeah, I think I will go Jamal Edwards. Mm-hmm. I think I will go Jamal Edwards. Him not being here, him passing. I mean, that is that is that is that, that is not great, and that is that is sad. But it, but thinking about you know the divine and all the great Good things, things that so many people, and not just Black British people, but you know just British people, just British people, and no, just artists, just artists in general. You know, just load a load of artists in general, general, and how much impact he's had on the world, and how much good he's done. You know, so my nomination definitely goes to 
definitely goes to him, you know, because without FBTV, you know, there isn't many of the channels people find so great today. So, Honestly. rest in power and big ups. Honestly, it's so true. Like, I'm sure if you guys listened to last week's mini-sode, the DMC, um, where we gave Jamal Edwards his flowers, we were just talking about his, like, contribution to the UK scene. And it's like, Mm. he has done so much for music. He's done so much for getting people to certain doors. We were saying that he's a way shower. And for, like, actually, you know what? Let me get a um, definition for the people that don't know. They need a bit more clearer. Because I've learned of the word way shower in like spirituality lessons. So let me just get it up. So a way shower or way showing means showing others the way by simply awakening to and living your truth, right? In spirituality terms, like let's say if people were going through phases of depression, um, a way shower would help them recalibrate um, what's of value to them. It would help them pick themselves up, understand that their resilience is their light and to keep on going. And it, within spirituality, we learn about how these different um, opportunities of being our authentic self can also help other people um, go to their dreams. And that's why I use this term to describe Jamal Edwards, because mm-hmm. he is such a... Um, light that believed in others he was like oh if you can do something let me help you get there and I think Mm. that's just so admiring because a lot of people especially is the fact that he made this um he made SBTV when he's 15 it just shows you that like one year after YouTube yeah one year after YouTube let me make that like let me get that Mm -hmm. because he literally made one of the biggest contributions to the music UK scene one year after YouTube had been made. So like he was already busy and he did it when he was 15. So I bring this up to say like, he um, was able to um, invest in these ideas, opportunities, not just by like money, but just by like faith, you know? And because he was able to do that, it led people to develop the careers that they had today. I think coming from like, to be fair, I don't actually know where he's um, where he's from, but like if like for me, let's say coming from like an African South Sudanese background, like if a job's coming, I want to see the job. Um, how do I say this? If the, if if there's a job present, my family's going to recognize it more. If the job's like a nine to five, if it's going to be uh, like yeah, corporate yeah. world, it's going to be like lawyer, doctor, and all of that nonsense. Yeah, but like, yeah, 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 he gave a chance to all these creatives to independently make their way, and I think that's such a testament to his like being a pioneer, being a way shower, and just being himself. Honestly, rest in power. I think he's. I think he's of Afro-Caribbean descent. Okay. His mom is of African descent. That's what I, I think he's of African um descent. But yeah, rest in power, man. Because you're right. You are right. You know, and like I think that's something else that you know I feel like people need to remember. Like he's made such a he made such a space for black creatives as well in general. Because mm-hmm. you, know? you ask, it's crazy. I mean, I don't know about you, but my parents they knew about SBTV. You know, they knew about it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I ever said to them, yeah, look, I got a job at SBTV, they'd be like, oh, well done, no way, mm. because that's them and they know what SBTV is. Um, so um, what What year did he make it, actually? I feel like he made it in... So I know he was 15, but I don't know... Um... It launched in 2006. Oh, 2006, okay. Yeah, launched in 2006. Crazy. 
Yeah, launched in 2006. Launched in 2006. Yeah. So, yeah. Big ups to him, man. Big ups to him. And rest in peace. You know? Um, yeah. And if anyone out there, I'd say read his autobiography. Because it's both really, really good. And it helped me a lot. So you know what about, I tell you another autobiography that really, really, really helped me. It was Mifted by Michaela Cole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 110 pages or something like that. And it's based on the Metagot lecture she gave in Glasgow a few years ago. Yeah. It talks about, you know, it talks about um, her career and uh like why she why she why she declined so many offers for her work and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I read it. Um I read it. I read it, I read I read through it in like two hours. And I remember because I was going through a bit of a writer's block at the time with something that I was like was like mm-hmm. was like something that I was like working on, something that I was writing. Um I was going through a mad writer's block. And when I read it, I was like Okay, and I got onto it. it, and I finished what I needed to write in like a week and a half. Amazing, that's how motivated I was. No, that's I'll how motivated I was. I'll definitely have to look into it because, like, I've been. Yeah, it's weird. I'll go through phases of like not wanting to read, and I know that like there's so much information out there. I need to fucking read it, you know. Mm-hmm. But then I'll read like a book to like um, trickle me back into reading. So I started reading mm. um, Lily Allen's bi- autobiography, and I no think that I would like to read that. I'd recommend it. She's very honest and she's very like self-reflective. And I think because there's so much information about her, around her, about her family, all of this, et cetera, et cetera. It's just nice that she's been able to like publicize her truth. And like, Mm -hmm. I was actually listening to the Receipts podcast recently and it was like, um, two truths can be held at the same time. And mm. with that story, with her autobiography being so explicit and being so honest, you're able to understand that these individuals are literally just people. Like, just yeah. because they're public figures doesn't mean yeah. that they don't, um, that they are absolved from the same insecurities that you may have. They're just trying mm. their best. And it gives you some, yeah. it can, autobiographies can shed humanity to um, people that we aspire to. So yeah. I really, really, really enjoy it. Um, you know, amazing. You know, so we, 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 you know, the Receipts podcast is my dad's favourite podcast. Is your dad's favourite? Yeah, yeah, he listens to it every single week. I really, really funny. absolutely <laughs> love that. I absolutely <laughs> love that. How did he even get involved? My sister put him onto it. And then I think he's read about them in like a newspaper as well. And he was like, yeah, okay. So he, he listens to it every oh single week. Oh my God, I love that. I yeah. um, You know what you should do? You should get him the book. Oh yeah, I forgot they they released a book, didn't they? That book was on. I read that book in literally like two weeks or like a week. I read it really quickly. Right. It was so All good. Right. It was so entertaining. He would like. He would like that actually. Yeah, I will get. I will get him the book. I definitely recommend. Yeah, look at us sharing the light to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. Come, Come on, on, man. <laughs> Love that. Love um, that. Love that. Love that. Amazing. <laughs> Us, that brings us lovely onto our net and onto our next topic, decoding the message. So, my good friends, my 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 my, my Phoenix protector and my angel Sarah. Oh, that's what so we kind. For, what we got? What, what we got for for our for our for our decoding the mess? Our decoding the message. Um, so yeah. we basically, I put it to spirit this week, and I basically just mm-hmm. asked about what should we talk about. Um, they said long-standing success, personal self-belief, and contemplation. And I think all of these um, 
subjects are very it's been they're very accurate to they're very accurate they're very self-circulating um yeah. i think um walking through what we're going through currently is going to take a lot of self-belief but mm. that's why it's really important for you to um affirm yourself i think it, it discipline is important i think um forming healthy habits is important but that saying it and doing it are completely two different mm. things you know and i'm trying to like mm. flow with my body so like right now mm. one of my goals is to um just do more exercise i preferably like to go to the gym in the morning so that i can eat afterwards and it can set more day but i overslept today so because i overslept i'm not going right now because then i would have been rushed and would have had a later day and a later breakfast and then start the podcast late etc etc mm. i'm gonna go in the evening because I don't need to beat myself up just because I haven't done it in a, at a time that seems fit. I can just do it later and be in flow with my body. Because what if I rushed out this morning to go to the gym? I would have been exhausted. Mm, you would have been. You would have been exhausted. You mm-hmm. would have been exhausted if you'd done it. And it would have, it would have, put, a damper, it would have put a damper on your day. Um, for me, uh, yeah, that is one thing. I'm trying to eat. I'm trying to eat a lot better. I stopped drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped drinking beer because I realised I gained a lot of weight when I drink mm-hmm. beer because it's got really, really bloated. Okay. So I've stopped drinking beer um, and I'm focusing on kind of like, first of all, drinking less, eating, trying to, I'm, trying to, I'm, trying to eat, I'm trying to eat healthier. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, which to be fair, I've been doing, you know, I mean, for me, it was, it, it was a small thing now of just, of just, I mean, I know it's dumb, but it's like, well, I wouldn't say it's dumb, but it's like, the small thing now is just that every time I eat something, every time I eat dinner, and now I have vegetables just every single time. Something I never used to do. That's not dumb at all. And not I think, like... It, yeah, not only does it fill me up, but it's healthy. But then sometimes you start to like it. Because, like, when I used yeah. to eat meat more, I used to have... I always have to have vegetables with my meat. Like, I became obsessed mm. with broccoli. <laughs> like, mm. I, didn't, I didn't care. I'll tell you what I love right now. I love I love the mixed veg you, mixed veg you get. So what I tend to do, because I make a lot of... I make a lot of yeah, Sierra Leonean dishes and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I make, so I make groundnut stew, yeah. I'll make like a big pot on like a Sunday or a Monday. Nice. Yeah. And I'll save it and I'll put it, I'll put it in the freezer and then I'll have like two bags of, um, of you know, like boil, boil in a bag like vegetables and then I'll make the vegetables, have the rice or couscous depending on what I'm feeling. Then mm-hmm. just do and I'll have that all together. Ah, oh, bro. I'm loving it, man. Mixed veg, you know, it's got it all. It's got the broccoli, the peas, sweet corn, which is my favourite. And then it's got the other one, I can't remember what it's called, but it's long and green. It's got pods in it, I guess. Yeah. I can't remember what it's called. Green beans, maybe? Yeah, that's it. Green beans or something. I think it might be green beans. And then cauliflower and shit. And I just put it, oh, it is amazing. It is amazing. I'm loving that. No, honestly, like, I think meal prepping is such a good habit to form. Like, I'm trying to, like, be a bit more creative with my meal prepping now. And I was thinking mm. of like, just learning, let's say, one example, I want to learn more about Indian food, Indian dishes. So I was thinking okay. about like a week, for a week, just do a different dish for every, um, uh, like, oh yeah. for like my, um, if, let's say for dinners, I'll just do a different dish for every day of the week. And then mm. it can, it gets me excited, you know, I'm exploring a different culture, I'm learning about new foods. But yeah. like, I think one thing that I was speaking about in therapy as well recently is like, if you mm. haven't had 
um, someone in your life, like usually like a parental figure to sort of encourage you or affirm you whilst you're doing things. You struggle to do it as much as an adult. And I feel like with me, I'm like one of those people. I've been such a hyper independent person when I was um, growing up that now it gets me like, I have to find so much drive and so much thirst just to do simple fucking tasks. And it's not even that deep. Like for the average person, they probably think like, Sarah, what do you want about like, it's just creating dinner. But for me, like it literally like, it feels like I've got the world against me when I'm trying to find something very simple. And I can't really um... con- co- like comprehend it. Like, I feel like there's a part of me that's um, interested in doing new things. But if I'm doing new things with a group of people, then I feel more motivated to do it. It gives me like, yeah, like this indirect pressure to get things going. But if I just have to rely on myself, then I'm just like, but what's the point? Yeah, I get you, I get you, I get you, I get you. Um, that is a good point about the, uh, about the not having the parental figure to drive you. But it's funny, my parents, well, they would drive me to do things I didn't want to do. And they would just drive me to do things that I really wanted to do. Like, mm-hmm. I guess I've always been a bit, a bit thinking, but I remember I've, I've, it was like a constant battle with them to try and like, try and like do this acting stuff and do this mm-hmm. creative stuff. You know, I mean, they're all about, you know, the create, you know, they're all about, they're all about you know, the, like you said, you know, the traditional being, mm-hmm. do this, do that, you know, even me doing drama at uni was a, was a fight. Did you do English and drama or just drama? I did English and drama. I wanted to yeah. do just drama, but I did English and drama. Um, and I left oh. and I went and I did... Yeah, and I went and did drama and drama and something else at a different uni. And then after my mom died, I was like, I was like, I'm not going back, I'm not going back to uni, man. I want to be mm-hmm. an, I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. I'm gonna go out of my way and I'm gonna I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. And you know, I mean, I mean, I've I've always I've always maintained that, like I've always maintained that, you know, that like if I just keep working at it, keep working hard at it, you know, eventually I will uh, I will get I will get there. Um, but you know, you have those days where you're a bit like, like, oh, bro, I'm putting all this work in, I'm putting all this effort in, and it feels like, you know, I'm not even going one step forward, two steps back. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> going, I'm just going two steps backwards, two, four, maybe like four, five, six steps backwards, and one step forward. Like it just doesn't feel like it sometimes it does feel like that sometimes, but it's like yeah. it just shows you how you need to have such like a tunnel vision or like tunnel focus when you're getting your goals or getting your dreams because like. Let's say now, if I was, I could feel that way and then I'll distract myself on TikTok where I'm just up, like, uh, uploaded with so many people creating shit, yeah. making shit, um, yeah. celebrating shit. Yeah. It's not healthy, yeah. you know? So, like, yeah. it's just knowing how to accommodate to yourself in those exact moments. I'm trying to, like, be yeah. a bit more, like, uh, strategic on because, like, I think I'm, I have so much self um, vision. Or like I have so mm. much like uh, power with envisioning things. Like I'm a very great um, like creator or manifester in that sense. But because I um, can, I guess, dilute the vision with what can go wrong and cloud it in. Oh, I'm just saying. I'm just um, preparing. You know, I'm just being. You know, um, how do I say this? It's like, I can prepare for things, but because I have that small uh, idea of doubt getting louder and louder and louder, I kind of cope the 
Sorry, I don't even know where I'm landing with this. For me, um, I feel like I know where you're. I feel like I know where you're going. Me myself, mm. I don't like the idea of speaking things into existence because mm-hmm. whenever I try to, it never happens. <laughs> like, and it might be something that's about to happen. Like, I'll give you an example. Like, I'll give you an example. Last week, last week, last week, um, uh, I got a, I got a message about about being in this like student film, and they wanted me to do it, and it was like the main role, and I was really excited, and I told mm-hmm. people like, yeah, yeah. Only to find like, a couple of days later that they they cancelled it because they cancelled it. The girl got COVID. I was like, okay, cool. I'll wait. You know, supposed to message me. It's been three weeks. Not heard from her. Mm-hmm. And I got another role, and I was I was excited for that. And then I went back to send them another message about that I could about what day I could have a conversation with them, and their whole account was just gone. <laughs> on on <laughs> that's yeah, strange. On, on, yeah. Yeah, on 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 Mandy, you know, and then it's it's crazy because I see I Mandy's a acting website, yeah. But then I see I see, you know, my friend, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> Just yeah, disclaimer. Yeah, Mandy.com, <laughs> Mandy.com, Mandy.com, it's an acting website, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> but I see um, even my friends, you know, when I see them, they're doing stuff and they're filming stuff, you know, and it's like it's like I don't I don't like I don't like like how I guess competitive not even competitive but I just feel like I've got a lot more a lot more uh jealous of people who I don't feel like I should be jealous of because I'm still proud that they're doing it I'm still proud that they're you know that they're, they're they're accomplishing stuff and they're they're mm-hmm. getting far and they're and they're and, and they're doing it but you know I apply for so many things and then the ones I do get when they end up, when they end up like not just not happening I start getting and that's when that's when it starts hitting me and I start get, getting depressed and my therapist says to me you know, like you shouldn't put so much pressure on yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and that you got to keep working at it. This is just the way it goes. I'm just like, yeah, okay. Well, I guess I just want to see. I guess I'm, but I'm also, also, and I know this, I am impatient. Like, you I am very, what? very. It's interesting that you say that because this card here is called, wait, mm-hmm. can you see it? It's called the no, Six no, of um, Wands. No, and usually yeah. there's a bigger, the figure standing on it for victory. But I was listening, I was reading um, Jessica Dawes' interpretation book, and they said that, like, um, this is also for hope for your life. And it's also to do with um, changing um, the ideas or the motivations to how you. Um, compartmentalize or how you process hope because at some point in your life you might have thought hoping was too difficult and you might Mm. have thought that if you hoped for something and it go that way it could have broken you so Mm. it's to understand and accept that you're changing your um belief system you're changing your ideas you're changing your perspectives to um knowing that there are available they're just taking their time and you Mm. need to keep yourself occupied whilst they come to you you know and I think I think all these behave but this is the great thing about podcasting this is the great thing about therapy they're all ways that we can express ourselves they're all outlets Mm -hmm. that we can like share this information like we all have these emotions and it would be ignorant to um, say that they didn't come up for people because then they're only being one dimension of themselves or only exploring like the surface level of themselves and Mm. I think like especially with we can talk okay so here's an example we're here talking about long-standing success, but we need mm-hmm. to also take into account how far we've come. Like one of the reasons why I invited you onto this episode was because you were actually the first person who um, got me on a podcast when you were head of podcasting. True, I did. 
Do you know what I mean? True, I did, and it's I like, did, it just I... shows you that like in, so whatever you go into, what acting role, what produ- production role, what writing role that you go into, you will always have the experience of podcasting available to you. And people will look at that and be like, oh, I'm not just hiring this person to do the role. I'm hiring the wisdom that they will provide me, you know? Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I, you were amazing on that podcast. It's like oh, you've been you. podcasting your whole, your whole life. <laughs> what, what year was that? 2018 or 2019? I feel like that was 20, that was 2019 because it, oh. it was a week before my final event. So yeah, it was 2019. And I remember yeah, I called it the Melanin Dip Special. And it was, uh, <laughs> yeah, obviously amazing. But that was a good one because it was such a, it was such a power. It was such, it was such an important conversation because about you know both just being black in private school and you know navigating microaggressions and shit like that. You know, and from what I've experienced, especially over the past couple of days, I know how strong you are. <laughs> from where you come from, I should probably give um, listeners context. So basically, um, Akin DJed at a uh, event near where I live, and um, I decided to roll through because. Like you know, have to support and all the t- all them things there, yeah. and well, yeah, people started fetishizing Akin a bit too much. I mean, mm. even if they did it a little bit, it would be weird. But I mean, by the time I'm sorry, I oh, I don't even mean to be shady, but she just looked awful. Like she just looked absolutely awful, and I feel so. Nasty. she was. Nah, so that's because she, she was out here degrading women like that. But she, she was. But she was. Like, looked, sometimes you gotta call a spade a spade, bro. She was clapping. No, she, she was like. like and like, that just shows you the level of entitlement white people can have because it's like, mm. oh, I feel complimenting you. Why aren't you, yeah. why aren't you, um, yeah. with me? Like, yeah. I, I, didn't, I didn't want your conversation. I don't want, yeah, man. And I was in the middle of my own conversation with you at the time, like, so it's just, uh, man, it was, it was no. such a crazy experience. You are, you know, you, you, I mean, I, I fucking know, like, you are so much I have a newfound respect for you I have a newfound respect for you after you know going where you know being where I was being you know being where I was being where I was at like because I just think to myself that was that was that was enough that was too much for me I was only there for like five six hours yeah exactly live there like it's nah it's crazy like I feel like I feel like people, I'll, I'll share experiences, yeah? And mm. some people will not want to um, acknowledge them because it's mm. from an area where, mm. I mean, we've got a queen next door. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not your, not everybody has a queen next to where they live. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 so like, I, 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 I fall into the trap of like not wanting to talk too much because mm. I know my experiences aren't like others. But then when I do talk and it gets acknowledged, people are like, oh, they deep it because they realise how like unavoidable it is, let alone being darker skinned, let alone being a woman, you know? Mm. And like... I've taken myself away from, I mean, going out because I don't even care to have these conversations. Like I remember this one time I went to the pub and this guy started talking to me about BLM. 
I wanted to talk about the new Spider-Man. Like that's that was my <laughs> whole thing. Like I didn't want to talk about that. And like it just made me realize how people just get excited by these conversations. And even in my podcast, like I talk, but like you've you'll see me um sort of um only mention things when they come up. Like I won't um make episodes dedicated to decoding um <laughs> invisible racist behaviors because yeah. It bores me. I'm just bored by it. Like, I just feel like when it's something that has influenced your life so much, yet everybody around you wants to invalidate your experience, you just learn who to talk to and you learn to go where you're wanted. And like, now Mm. I'm in the process of like trying to actually implement a strategy to to Mm. make that a reality. And I Mm. think like, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm grateful. I'm so honest with myself. And that is my superpower. Like it's not, I'm not going to be deterred by um, the things that have happened to me, but I'm mm. also needs to put myself in spaces where um, it can elevate me, you know? Mm. And I think like, even if we go back to our conversation about like long-standing success, yeah, I'm just at a point in my life where like yeah. I really, really, really just want to be useful. I want to expand. Mm. I want to create. I want to be with like-minded people who see mm. my vision like me. Like we could mm. like have different interests, but I just really want to feel um, celebrated and useful because I think in those um, circumstances, you can just expand and create more. You don't have to like wait on others. And I think hopefully with... Um, what is creating around me or come soon but if not I need to take I need to I just need to have fun and creating that's what I want I want to oh I also want to be paid let me just chuck that oh, yeah. in the prayer oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> you will Quick. be you will be you will I will be. be paid booked and busy man I I I pray I because uh, that's the I, thing. yeah I, I can like... I can I I'm, I might not be great at manifesting yet but for you I would manifest you being <laughs> busy and do you paid. know what it is I think everybody's everybody's relationship with um manifesting is different because people will like I, you could be like me and study and manifest or you could mm. be like people who speak into existence you could be people who um put yourself in those attitudes and just say it to yourself you don't say it to anyone else you know everybody has a different relationship with manifesting and i mm. think now i'm at the point where I'm a strong manifester, but I need to learn certain lessons or I need to um, show that I've learned set. No, I need to um, be in certain experience, be in certain environments to show that I've learned those lessons for me to receive more blessings. Because right now Mm. I'm in this like um, limbo period or this purgatory period where I'm like, I'm definitely not who I was before. I definitely know who I am now, but I'm also just moving in isolation. And that's helped to a degree. But it's like, what can you do with that isolation? You learn things to share them. It's true. That is true. And I want to, that's why I'm so like, um, I I value community so much. Like recently I went to Birmingham and um, I saw House of Black, um, people that I do tarot therapy with. And I've been doing tarot therapy with them for two years, you know, and it's definitely contributed to my success um, as a tarot reader, as a spiritual babe, whatever you call it. But I don't just think it's that. I think I'm so grateful to be around like-minded people who want to learn with me because I think that's the 
that's the most effective way of me learning. If I don't put pressure on myself because I get distracted, if I'm around people who are also working towards the same goal, it gives me that um, kickstart too, because I can um, like work back and forth with their energy. I know what you mean. I have the exact same thing in my drama class. You know, it's all these people working towards, you know, one goal. And we mm. send each other things like, we send each other things like open auditions and we give each other advice and, yeah. you know, we're there to record self tapes. And I mean, that for me, I think, I think, I love I don't that. Think, yeah, I don't think I would be one. Okay, I don't think, I know I wouldn't be as far in my career now if I wasn't for my, if one wasn't for my drama class. Mm-hmm. I would have think I might, I would have think I might have given up sooner if also wasn't for my drama class and my friends from drama who whenever I'm feeling shitty or I'm feeling like oh bro this is not this is not gonna happen man it's gonna keep going they're always mm-hmm. there with support and they're always there to help me out and it's just something that something that I like appreciate so much because honestly just, it's I don't such know what a I blessing my, I don't know what I do about my I don't know what to do I want I don't know what I do about my drama mates so there's that I also don't know what I do about my 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 other mates you know because I've got all my um mates from home and they're all pretty supportive and they were with me when my mum passed away and they mm-hmm. still when they're still with me now two years later and that's like my own little community of you know black you've known them since you were super young right so young so young so young so you know well actually I mean some of them yeah I've known since I was younger some of them I've met you know I met you know uh when I was when my friends were in uni because me. so you know I've got like this really big amalgamation of really cool people that I'm kind of just like friends with who will just like help me out and stuff and they're just really 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 helpful and I understand what you mean by I know what you mean by community because I have I have all these different ones in different places that help me with different things exactly and it's just it's such a blessing and I'm so grateful and I just I just wish more of it because I think it can just help you get to where you're going and even it doesn't need to be a big group of people it just needs to be like people that know you and trust you and wish you well you know, I think that's yeah, it. I think, exactly. I think, I think it's it. Um, before I feel we, like you know you need that. pardon. I feel like you know. I feel like you need. I feel like you. Need, I, feel, I feel like you need that everywhere you go. Because I kind of had you. I had you as well when I was at uni, man. And you were like me, me and you. You, I mean, I could talk to you about shit that I couldn't talk to other other people about. Mm-hmm. You know? And I was like that. You know, I could be honest with you about things going on and shit, and that was always. That was always cool. Well, I'm grateful that you trust me enough and like are comfortable enough to share yourself with me because I think that also is like a level of intimacy, you know. Like I can be vulnerable with you because I'm feel safe to, you know, I can be myself too. And I think that's another thing that we learn in this solitude jungle. One of my friends actually sent me, uh can't remember if he sent me on Snapchat or sent me on WhatsApp. Well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you, I don't know if you remember this, but I think it was, I put up, I put up a story of your hand and you had one of my, you had my ring on it and it said that we, and it said that me and you had come. I, I remember exactly my, what you're talking about. Yeah. Like she said, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty much it. And he sent it to me the other day. He sent it to me the other day if I can find it. If I can, if I can, if I can find it, if I can find it, yeah, we did the other day, and I, I remember that because people genuinely believe that I had married, that I had, that I had married. You proposed. You proposed, proposed to me. I proposed to you. That was some crazy shit. Man. That was some crazy shit back in the day. <laughs> tell you not how I met her. Tell you not how I met her when I used to do events. I used to do events. Oh yeah, I this is a funny story for you. Yeah, yeah. The I, put up, 
Yeah, yeah. I put I put up a promotion, which was like like the like the page that I was running, like the post, comment done, uh, for a chance to win twenty five pounds. I feel twenty five pounds. Uh, I think so. Anyway, about like six hundred people all fucking like did it. Yeah. I remember told my I remember telling my business partner I said, like, okay, cool, I'll just choose someone. And the way I used to the way I chose winners back then was I'd scroll through the likes of the thing and then I would pick the first black woman I saw. And she was the first black woman I saw on there. So I picked her and she won the 25 pounds. <laughs> and then I met her and then I met her and I, and I met her for real. I mean like a week later in Cuba. I was like, oh I know you. I was like, what did you what did you spend the money? I was like, yeah, I brought something good. I never wanted to be before. I was like, yeah. It was please, the first time I'd ever won something. Please. I was gassed. I was like, I literally, I remember getting the message on like Facebook or something. And then I saw it and I was like, oh my God, guys, I won something. And I was running around the kitchen like, guys, 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 I won something. Look at me. I know. It was, it was so a beautiful pleased. moment. Thank you, Akin, for giving me my 25 pounds. I'm sure it Don't went worry. on to something that was great. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, glad. It, we, oh yeah, that is true. We had a, we had a, we had a, we've had a great venture ever since. I like that. Pardon? We've had a great friendship ever since, so I do quite, I do quite it's, like that. It's, it's been definitely evolving, and I think I've learned a lot from you. You've learned a lot from me, and I... I've learned a lot Well, I just hope, I hope good things for us. Like, I can imagine hey. in 10 years, when we look back on our life, this video is just going to be here chilling whilst you're out here I winning like your awards for I like um, little time acting. Capsule. Yeah, I like that. Little this mo- is, little this, we're capsule. literally recording a time capsule. I quite, um, like that. I quite like that. As we wrap up DM Talks and we talk about um, long-standing success, mm. I want to say to listeners, um, be patient with yourself. Um, try and develop a trusting circle or a expansive circle, which can help you collaborate um, adapt and um, move through your ideas just because like oh I saw this tweet rigid, um, recently and I might be paraphrasing but it basically like took reference to the pandemic and it said um, when you were in lockdown what did you do you read you looked at art you were listening to tv no you're watching tv you were listening to music remember you went back to these, these creatives which helped you mourn your time or like go through your go through your time and that basically it also referenced like how even though our um we might not realize how influential on how helpful our art is whether whether your art may be whether it's photography writing um drawing whatever it is you know um this art can help someone through the time and they can help digest their experience so keep it doing it mm, do you have definitely. anything to end the decoding the messes on uh yeah i'd probably say and this is probably the most important thing especially when it comes to long-standing success it be it's this and that's don't be too hard on yourself because mm-hmm. that's what I do and it's not good just don't be too hard on yourself give yourself a break as well okay don't just don't think you need to don't think the people who say that they hustle 24 7 365 because they really don't <laughs> nobody does I've got 24 hours one, in a day exactly yes exactly just because you have 24 hours in the just because you're saying 24 hours in the day doesn't mean you spend all 24 hours hustling or exploiting workers for three pound 95 an hour 
to work in your sweatshops in different places. But that's not the that's not the point. Just don't be <laughs> that's a story for another day. That was great. Yeah, don't be charging yourself. Give yourself a break and just kind of allow yourself. And also celebrate the wins you do have because I don't do that. I don't mm-hmm. celebrate the small wins that I get because instead of celebrating small wins, I think about the big wins that I see other people getting and me not getting myself. So celebrate your small wins because small wins add up. So that's like that saying, you know, count the penny. They period. Count. Done though, bruv. Done though. Come on. <laughs> no, it's so true. It's so true. That's such a beautiful way to end the decoding the messes on. Um, I am currently shuffling the cards, right? I'm shuffling the cards. And today I don't actually have any structure for the episode. I just want to ask Spirit what you need to tell me right now in this moment and the collective of DM Talks. Um, please, can we have a message that can affirm us, that can expand us, that can help us um, move to our dreams? Ashane, amen. Mm, come on. Okay. One. Oh. Oh. I'm liking the sound of this. Oh, I t- um. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna need to pull clarifiers because we got some big big energies. Okay. Big, big okay, energies. okay. So all okay. Of the cards were major arcanas. Major arcanas okay. are to say how um major arcanas are to do with um, major life themes in your life, right? And we got three major arcanas out of the deck. The okay. major arcanas are the tower the temperance card and justice card so i think it's a reiteration of um understanding what rest is understanding what um recalibrating success and recalibrating your foundation because basically Mm -hmm. the tower card is basically lightning strikes lightning strikes the tower Mm-hmm. lightning strikes the tower and things come yeah. crumbling down so you want to do the tower before the tower does you and the tower okay. can talk about external events it can talk about internal events it could be the fact that we just had a storm Eunice or it could be yeah. the fact that um you're not feeling confident in yourself and I think like whenever I see the tower I always think about how what fam- fa- what foundation am I making is my foundation being built on um, truth, integrity, comfort, stability? Because if it isn't, it will come down and it will break me whilst it comes down. Whether that's an ego death, whether that is a, um, like I've known people to not rest, right? And then mm-hmm. they get the tower card and then they sprain their ankle. Do you know what I mean? Oh, it's, boy. <laughs> like, okay. And like, I'm not trying to say that as a premeditative cursor to like be wary of yourself but it's just being cautious of how you sort of overspend yourself because the next two cards are temperance and justice temperance is to do with strengthening your spiritual to physical connection it's all about moderation all to do with balance but the other justice card is also a balance card you know law and order karma um law and Mm. effect um spirit can i have a um clarifier to where we should be heading and okay shit shit okay okay wait i'm just gonna get another one out and then that's gonna be the reading because it's all major arcanas so i do think this is just life-changing energy maybe people's okay wait spirit high power universe please can i get an oracle card to um seal this whole message Oh, okay, right. So we got the same Oracle card that we got last 
DMC. And okay. that is the creator to, gave you the ability to create, use it wisely. We are okay. at a period where we are wanting to, oh, I'm getting so many downloads. Basically, we're at a period where we're wanting to, well, some people want to cut corners because they're tired of how long things are taking. Some people um, are wanting to give up because they don't have the worth or the self-worth, quote unquote, to keep going. Mm. Some people mm. are happy with where they're at and mm. they are just trying to be a bit more um, ex ex experimental with their process. And I think mm. the fact that we got the Wheel of Fortune, which is mm. literally like, um, life has ups, life's got stone, has that. You can't really see it, actually. I'm showing you these cards, but you can't really see them, can you? uh i can better now i think yeah, yeah i can see better now yeah, yeah better the wheel now. of Tor fortune is basically a card to say um trust the process it's also asking you to understand um that life has ups and downs and everything is temporary so you need mm -hmm. to do your best to um ground yourself whilst you go through those changes and i think the imbalance or the excess might be thinking or um putting yourself in energy which isn't um fulfilling you so let's say i know for well me personally i've been ruminating a lot about um how i can do this how i can do that where's change da, 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 da. but it's like why are you going so fast there's obviously something that you're receiving in this moment so just be patient with how you develop it mm. is there anything that you get from the cards uh, I'd probably say yeah, especially when it comes to instances of the tower. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like with me, but also yeah, I feel like the same with. <sighs> I should be better at explaining stuff, but no, it's like don't worry. But it's like in terms of, um, in terms of you know, uh, you you saying that you've been ruminating things where you feel like I've not been doing like oh I'm doing this I'm doing that but you're not being patient enough with the. With, with things I feel like I'm I'm the same you know I mean I consider it's crazy because I consider myself a bit of a failure sometimes mm -hmm. even though a lot of the things I'm doing like I'm not necessarily failed at them they just haven't come in yet but it's like take a long time. also to go on your point it's like all the actions that you're doing contradict even the idea of failure because only the yeah. ego is concerned with failure. Like only yeah. like capitalism is concerned with failure. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if we yeah. are, if we are um, affirming, nurturing creatures, we'll just get back up. Do you know what mm. I mean? Because it's not about, <laughs> do you know what song I'm getting? You know, Leah, Leah, dust yourself off and try again, try again. <laughs> Bang off. <laughs> so. Anything all right? This tarot reading has definitely, shown me that it's um we're deprogramming our mm -hmm. perspectives we're deprogramming our ability to resist to control um because we're developing a opportunity to create a new project and I think the fact that we got so many major arcanas just shows us that we are able to work with the energy around us to um, 
develop more balance within our lives. And I think this card is screaming at like, look, change, accept now. Don't belittle yourself. Don't undermine yourself. Because if you do, you're going to repeat the same mistakes that you learned before, you know? Yeah. Um, because there's just so many major arcana energy, I thought I would get the Tower of Change book by Jessica Dore and read okay. out a little segment for what she says yeah, with the please. Wheel of Fortune. So yeah, I'm just going to give it a read. All it right. says, while I was in social work school, I learned about the stages of the change model, which is developed by James Prochaska and Carlo de Clemente de Clemente, to support people in recovery as a way to normalize and put into context the experiences common to the different phases of change. The model posits that change often begins with pre-contemplation, which is before you know what change needs to be made and moves from there to con contemplation, preparation, action, and ultimately through to maintenance, which is after the change that has been made and you have to adjust to your new life. This model even includes relapse, which the authors believe to be a natural and normal part of the recovery process. Change is one of the most popularly used interpretations of the Wheel of Fortune that I found. And mythic, mythic representations of the wheel often resport this as an image. In Roman mythology, the goddess Fortuna had the power to, to bestow great glory and decrepitude an ancient way of understanding and the natural phenomena of chance and change. Myths and old story gives us metaphors and symbols to help us remember how our ancestors made sense of enduring realities, but our own life experiences can also give us all we need in order to know the invalidity of change. Change is a thing we have no real, cho no, no real choice but to accept and ideally find grace in. It's one of those things in life that is just happening regardless. As certain as the sun is going to rise and set sometime within the next 24 hours of you reading this, I'm not big on advice like trust the process because it's idealistic, not realistic. We don't trust the process and that's our problem. So much of what gets us in trouble is our lack of faith in any process where we're not in control and total rejection of any and all forces that dare to override the way we have hoping things would go from and limited vantage point. That minuscule vista where a single spoke meets the rim of the great will we live in. We all get that we should trust the process by now and a good deal of us even understand why, but the simple fact remains is that we do not know how. And I certainly don't know all the way how to either, but I do think that Prashaka and De Clemente were also something with their stages of change model, especially the relapse part where they built into it a nod to the fact that no matter how hard, how hard you work, how good your intentions, with the flick of a wrist, Fortuna can spin that wheel and send you back to square one. The Wheel of Fortune is a symbol for change and it's also a symbol of evolution. Its circular shape symbolizes the marriage of opposites and the totality of things. Though we tend to think of evolution as a continuously upward trajectory, shout out to the March of Progress um, diagram, which depicts the ascent of humans from primate to man. The Wheel of Fortune reminds us that to evolve could be more accurately described as the process of both contraction and expansion. A caterpillar's metamorphosis, for, for instance, requires a cocoon to before a butterfly. 
Yes, this is an overused metaphor for change, but it bears repeating because a cocoon is not a thing that sometimes happens before a butterfly. It is a thing that happens absolutely and, well, absolutely happens. A prerequisite. I think that it's easier to trust the process when you understand how it works. The way instead of panicking and being like, oh fuck, what's happening? You might be able to say something like, wow, this is awful and a part of the process and temporary and really mean it. I think the latter better because I think it's more helpful. And notice how it brings together two seemingly conflicted realities. The stage is both awful and necessary. Life is simply not as clear cut as the mind makes out to be. It is common in old stories for humor, to, for heroes to be given a chance to protect them on their path by a helper of some kind. An old woman who lives in the forest, a hermit, a king's daughter who favors the hero. So if you've pulled the wheel of fortune and or are working with it, here's a charm that I'd like you to have. Not everything feels bad is wrong. And when you're breaking an old pattern or doing something different, it's very common to feel worse before it feel better. You were doing something the old way because the old way let you avoid things that scared you. And when you break free of this old pattern, every monster, demon, terrifying thing is going to show up. And the thing is that once protected you can't do that anymore. And counterintuitive as it may be, if you're passing through those low points on the wheel, it's a sign that you're moving. Damn. Damn. Okay. <laughs> Spirit says <Hey>. speak. <laughs> okay. Okay. Thank you for that. Because damn. Because <laughs> I feel like that definitely is just like how, based on our conversations today, we were like sort of reflecting on how things weren't going well, but also understanding mm. that acknowledging feelings like jealousy, frustration, um, mm. are completely valid in this human experience. So mm. to not get so hell-bent on when things aren't working our way, because like Jessica Dorr said, they're moving. Yeah, it's true. They are, that is true. That is true, they are moving. I think that's something that, that yeah, I feel like I need to, I, I need to remember. I mean, I, I see you, you kill it a lot you know like you kill it you kill it a lot of the time if you're not a pussy palace then you're doing a sick podcast episode if you're not doing that then you are modeling and shit and you just you know you're just i mean yeah you're just you're just i mean you're I just mean, killing it yourself and I, I, think, I just think maybe i should be a bit kinder to the little wins that i've been getting recently rather than but it just shows you that art, beauty is in the eye of the beholder because yes i have been doing those things but you haven't seen the times where i've been like um just laying in my bed because i'm so like I've got such a block, you know, or you won't see the times where I'm like, um, being like, why me? Like when I'm praying to like, where's these options? Where put me in the right place at the right time? Do you know what I mean? So like, I appreciate all your words of wisdom and all your kindness and everything, but it just shows you how beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Like we all have mm-hmm. our own insecurities and frustrations that we're struggling mm-hmm. with. And this card is just to show you that like, Things are going to get worse. We're going to get better. Things will balance the things out, but you need to put yourself in um, spaces where you can accept and surrender and build on a stable foundation. Because Mm. I guess the things that we're pulling into our life right now, right? We need to be our um, most grounded self to accept them. Because if we accept them too early or we accept them too late, they're not going to... um, uh, how do I say this? It's, they're not. They're gonna feel different. We might not know it because 
it might be our first time counteracting these blessings, but they might not um, be celebrated with the level of gratitude and the level of support that we need at the time. So I think that's yeah. what I'm taking for this reading, especially okay. the creator asked you to create um no the creator gave you the ability to create use it wisely like putting your intentions putting your projects with um optimism with uh gratitude with um confidence that things will develop but i guess it's just harder when your echo chamber is providing you with inf different information it's just mm. i think it's a test of will and like i think when you get that energy when you change that energy, more things will come to you. But I think that's our tarot reading. Okay. Okay. So like yeah, I'm going to take these. I, if there's any more insights that I get, I'm definitely going to upload them to the gram because it's like, there's just a lot of, you need to surrender. You need to change. You need to um, allow things to come to you that I think that the Wheel of Fortune and Jessica Dore uh, described perfectly. So thank you guys. Um, that takes us to our next segment, which is the direct message. And the direct message is where you leave listeners with a take-home message. What are you going to leave the listeners with, Akin? Uh, I'm going to leave the listeners with... Shit. I'm going to leave the listeners with rest in power, uh, Jamal Edwards. Uh, to remember, um, to not be too hard on yourself. Celebrate little wins as well. And also to make sure you tell, tell a friend, tell a friend, to subscribe to uh, my good, my good, my good girl, my G, my G, my fucking, come on, like my right, my, 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 my right hand, yeah. Sarah DM. Thank you. One of the so greatest kind. tarot readers I've ever met. Oh, oh, that's really kind. That is very, very kind. I really appreciate your message. I don't even know, how do I even, how do I top that? <laughs> um, <laughs> with the direct message this week, I asked, I ask you to take a bet on yourself and I'm going to do it too. I think we can shy away from discomfort because it's, you know, people avoid discomfort, you know, that's just, that's what people do. But in reality, discomfort, it's only going to get stronger or louder the more you avoid something. So, make sure that you put your intentions first with protection. You are able to um, adapt and learn in the discomfort because like the Tower of Change said, you are moving, you know, like you're not standing still. You can believe in yourself and you can go far. So bet on yourself, bet on yourself. That like is, um, like that's that. the end of our episode. That's the end of our episode. Woo! I know. It's, it's, been, it's been a nice one. It's been nice, like, talking to someone who knows me and, like, talking to someone who's, like, seen the development of the podcast because it's, like, I mean, you were on the, you, I was on your some... first podcast in 2019. Yeah. And now two yeah. years later, well, three years later, I've got one of my own. So She's look how things big change. Things, man. You're doing big things, man. I know. Can you please leave yeah. um, listeners with your socials to let them know yeah. where they can find you? Uh, my main one I use really is just Instagram. So you can follow me on there uh, at Akinyems, A-K-I-N-Y-E-M-Z. Amazing. I post stuff like, post stuff like upcoming DJ sets and- Yeah, like DJ sets. You're also a writer. 
So I'm I sure just, if anybody's listening to this podcast, they want to get an actor, they want a creative consultant, they want someone with like experience in this background, get an act in because they're going to do big things in the future. I can feel it. I can feel it. Um, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I have been your host, Sarah DM. Well, I've been your co-host because technically Atkins was the host this week. <laughs> but um, it's been lovely listening to you. I hope you guys enjoyed this um, episode. You can find me at dm.talks. You can book a reading, a tarot reading with me at my email, which is dmtalks11 at gmail.com. But without further ado, I'm going to love you and leave us. See you guys later. Bye. Yay. Okay, amazing. Um, for a second, fun. can you...